Go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances. But most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says, Follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao, in India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Asen Wasalman. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadet. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all.
Good morning, everybody. Um, I have one more little introduction to play. It's What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Tucson Essentials on the Female Solutions Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, so welcome to self Self Care, and I'm so excited to share with you an amazing soul. Uh, her name is Rose Bergman, and I'm going to bring her into the stream now. Good morning. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm just grand this morning. <laughs> yes, grand rising, right? Would grand you, rising, right? right. <laughs> so it's interesting. So we have several people who host on the Female Solution on uh, different mm-hmm. days of the week. And they always say grand rising. And I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good morning, I I had someone, I used to say good morning all the time. And then I had a friend say grand rising. I'm like, why are you saying grand rising? She's like, because in the English language, there are so many spells with our words. Like if you think about it, good and then morning, right? So good morning. It's like contradictory. And there's so many things like that in the English language. And then in different lineages or languages or religions, they consider that a spell, right? So, oh, it is a spell. A, I mean, words are spells. We know this. So, yeah, all words yeah. are spells, right. right? All words are spells, which is why yeah. I'm writing the book. Words are just vibrations in the air. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So always grand rising. Grand rising. <laughs> And I can get myself out of the good <clears throat> soon. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Say it. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Right. So, yeah. Um, so I am um, excited to share with everybody. So tell the world what had you get into what you do today. And for those yeah. who are listening, uh, Carly is a permaculture farmer, wild forager. Um, she's she's an enthusiast for sustainability. She's a mushroom lover. We all love mushrooms because they're so grounding and so healthy. And at the beginning of my show, I said in my commercial, what if you could live to 120 with vitality, right? Mushrooms. Okay. Yeah, right. So I originally got into holistic health when I was 15 years old. I started working at a juice bar in Chicago, uh, suburbs outside Chicago called Pure Juice Cafe. And so I was this three-sport athlete, cross-country, volleyball, softball, musical theater, very uh, conventional kid. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
And then I started working at this juice bar and started learning about animal agriculture, pesticides, Monsanto, the drinking system. Um, I have a lot of immigrants that I worked with. Everything. We have, do you have maybe more than one window open? Because you're, you're, no, let's see. Does this help? Yes. Thank okay. you. You're awesome. Yeah, no worries. So, um, so yeah, I just started working with a bunch of different people from all over the world and learning so many different things, just becoming more cultured. That's when I originally kind of learned about grand rising and words are spells and vibration, psychedelics. And so at 15, I got into holistic healing, and that's why you and I connect so deeply because we're on that same wavelength of organic, non-GMO, no natural flavors. Just right? The There's so much to look into with health. It's not just organic, right? So um, I decided to take it a step further and go into foraging and gardening. So I went to Florida Gulf Coast University. And um, my dad, when he dropped me off, he goes, this place is Gilligan's Island because it's, yeah, it's, it's Florida on conservation land. So it's like beautiful. It's, it's in a forest. So I would be walking to class. There'd be a crocodile. There'd be an alligator. There'd be a rattlesnake. There were panthers on campus, bears on campus, like <laughs> so many birds. It was beautiful. It was such an amazing place in Fort Myers, Florida. And from there, that's where I started to study permaculture. And we'll get into that because there's so much to share that I did at Florida Gulf Coast with permaculture and um, edible landscaping internships. I did so many cool projects. But yeah, that's basically just, um, just where I ended up. And I was gardening all the time, foraging all the time in between classes. I That's where I fell in love with mushrooms and wild foraging and healing myself, not only through, you know, medicinals, but through medicinals that I pick and harvest. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, you talked about all the animals that you came across or do come across. Um, you wouldn't know this, even though we chat so often. My, um, my father, uh, he, he was an amazing man. And um, he just loved animals and, um, he came from nothing by the way. I mean, like from absolute nothing. He was working since he was, I think seven or eight years old cleaning fish, um, because his father, you know, wasn't available. And so he was supporting his family as a child. Um, but he followed his passion and, um, and one of his passions, you know, was nature. And so he would, you know, of course I was allergic to everything back then. <laughs> so every forest walk was a, you know, price to pay. Wow. <laughs> not a, yeah. Not anymore. Um, since I reversed it all, but, um, he, he loved animals so much. He rented out. Um, do you, do you know of wild kingdom? So wild kingdom is like this huge organization that had all the wild animals. Uh, it was back very famous. I think back in the sixties, seventies and eighties before you were born, and um, he rented out Wild Kingdom. So we had an elephant, um, we had a monkey, we had a pelican, um, and it was all at our house. <laughs> I 
<laughs> animals to your house? To our house. Yeah. So he wow. built this, I mean, for, for like a few days for my sister's birthday. It was like. <laughs> well, that was possible. That sounds like a circus. It kind of was, but in yeah. Highland Park, Illinois, it was there. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? I have pictures to prove it. Wow. Um, and I have actually people that I went to grade school who came by who will validate that we did this. That's wild. Just a monkey in your living room hanging out with Jody. Um, so the monkey was actually in the foyer. The elephant, my father built a cage uh, for the day. Um, and the pelican was at the pool. And it was like, you know, he loved nature. So if he couldn't go to it, it came to him. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, and of course they went back to Wild Kingdom in a few days. Right. Yeah, it was a little different. But um, so anyway, I have a video that I would like to play, and um, it's of you and I and Matt Ortland, who is an EMT who couldn't join us today because he's doing what he does, which is EMT work, and uh, we will miss him today. He might be able to pop on for a little bit. We're not sure. But uh, it's important that he does his work. But this is foraging your food. Do you want me to play that now, or yeah, yeah, okay. So let me. Uh... I love these videos. They are just so much fun, right? <laughs> so let's see. So I'm going to share that, and. Everybody, this is Jody Susan with Susan Essentials, and we are in Bussy, beautiful Bussy Woods here today. Um, and we're going to learn about foraging. Can, do you know that you could actually just live off the land? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because God created, you know, what we need. So I'm going to invite uh, two good friends of mine onto the camera and woo, wave hello, everybody. Yeah. So introduce yourselves. Hello, I am Carly. And what are you guys going to talk about today? So we are walking this trail today and we're going to talk about composting, we're going to talk about foraging, and we are at just the beginning of the trail. We already found some edible plants. So which is the one that you found down there? Ooh. Okay. So uh, why don't we start with the humans and then Matt. <laughs> and then we can start on the deer and why it's so important that we know. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So right here we have <laughs> right here we have plantain. And I'm gonna take a close-up. Cool. So you know it's plantain because of these seedlings right here. And so this is edible. The leaves are edible. You can put them in salads, you can eat it plain. And so the cool thing about plantain is that you can use it internally for um, respiratory health, it helps with urinary tracts, but also it helps with bug bites and poison ivy. So if there's poison ivy, which there is all over here, you can crunch it up. And then you can rub it on your skin. And that's something really important when you're out hiking, et cetera. If there is poison oak or there's poison ivy, just know that there typically is a plant nearby that you can use to offset those toxins in your skin and draw out the venom and the toxins. You can also use it for wasps and ticks as well. 
wow, ticks. And we, you know, so if I don't have my essential oils with me, like Terra Shield, which also repels ticks, just get myself some plantain. Yeah. And where, what book are you holding? So this is your book, and it's called Body into Balance, okay. Herbal Guide to Holistic Self-Care. Yeah, so this is really cool, and this is where I learned about holistic self, you know, uh, self-care as well. Matt, talk about the deer and the clover, because we have clover down there, too. Yeah, you get your apple back. Okay. catch <laughs> clover super easily identifiable, because that's that little three-leafed little... Uh, St. Patrick's Day. The nice. Lucky, the lucky ones have four. Right. Four leaves, so eat those. But during this time of year, this is mostly what makes up a deer's diet uh, because it holds so much moisture. And uh, animals usually like to get most of their moisture from what they eat as well. Um, actually, if you just, if you just, just pick it up and you can make kind of clover salads out of it. What does it taste like? Actually, like, Pungent, right? actually like salad. Yeah. So like a regular old meat. So what did it say like about salad? nitric oxide? Doesn't, isn't it a great source of nitric oxide too? I think that's what they said when we because looked it, it up. it holds so much moisture. It holds that moisture and all those, that nitrogen in the ground. So that's really cool. Now, I think, now not to be silly, but we are. So if you are deer hunting, <laughs> talk about that. So actually on the property I hunt on down south, we plant entire fields of clover. To, as food plots to help track deer, and they get used to feeding on those plots year round. And uh, the clover will come back every year. And the funny thing about clover is, we almost don't have to watch it at all. So if you if you're planting other things for deer plots like alfalfa or watching over apple trees or something like that, the clover doesn't have to be watched and comes back every year. So it's a really hardy plant, and also attracts different pollinators, just making that whole ecosystem that you plant the clover on uh, just a very complete ecosystem. You don't have to watch it. That's amazing. Anything, any other last words about clover or plantain? Yeah, so clover, like we were talking about, is really high in nitrogen. gives nitrogen back into the soil, nitrogen fixation. And then that way, we're not only preventing erosion of the soil, so for any animal agriculture, et cetera, but it's just really nourishing and, again, keeping the ground moist for abundant plants. And then, again, nearby, there's so many other edibles because of the clover. Cool. So we're going we're gonna to pause here. But, you know, we're going to go look at some other plants, yeah. right? All right. Do it. All right. So we are back. How cool. Oops. <laughs> you know, you just got to love technology because you have no <laughs> other choice. You got to love it for the good and the not so good. <laughs> You're way better at it than I am, so. Well, I, I've been practicing on my craft, you know, so, you know, <laughs> in front of everybody. Right. Yeah. Some uh, Win some, lose some. <laughs> that was so fun, and I love that book that you had. Um, it really, it, I mean, there's hundreds of plants in that book that Jody has, and basically, you, we just went through each plant. Um, well, we didn't go through each plant, but you can open the book, go through. If you find a plant, an edible near you, you identify it, you go through and you're like, oh, huh, I found holy basil. And that's good for the lymphatic system and inflammation in the body and lowering cortisol. So it's really interesting how we think certain plants are just, I mean, edibles are all around us all the time. I was on a walk the other day and I found some dandelion and 
most people think dandelions are weeds. And I'm like, no, they are so medicinal. They're great, again, for the lymphatic system, nervous system, really good for the digestive system. You can drink a cup of dandelion tea and you got to go to the bathroom like that's that. What, that's what I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking dandelion coffee. It has dandelion tincture. It has echinacea tincture. Echinacea is right out in the, in, in echinacea, I think is the state flower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also has burdock root, which we talk about later. Right. So echinacea is um, for your immune system, burdock root, lymphatic, plus managing your blood sugar levels. And I mean, getting rid of parasites as we talk about later, but this is that all of that is in my coffee, right. which is really not coffee. It's dandelion coffee. Right. And six different mushrooms, mushroom Ooh. powders and caca- cacao, cacao powder. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cheers. exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, again, these plants are all around us. They serve such an amazing purpose. Echinacea is one of those that's super adaptogenic as well as the mushrooms. So wherever you are with hormones and cortisol, and it just brings you back to a homeostasis and that natural energy all day. Instead of coffee, I've never really been a coffee drinker. I go crazy when I have caffeine. Um, and even if I have cacao, actually, I get super jazzed up because there's natural caffeine in cacao. But it is such an easier, slower boost than coffee where then you just have coffee and you're crazy and then you crash at 3 p.m. and you need another cup. With this dandelion tea, it's like an equal all day and then equal energy all day and then you're constantly getting those other benefits for your blood sugar and nutrients, micro micronutrients and straight from the earth. Mushrooms are so powerful. So well, they powerful. really are. And I, you brought up a really good point, um, Carly. So when I was drinking coffee and even I had some of the best organic coffee on the planet, right? right? Tasted great. Good for you. If your body can handle it, my body can't, right? It, I get too much energy, hyper laser focused where I can't be taken off task. That's not pretty. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, it's important to know who you are, right. And what your body oh. can tell. Right. And so, um, for those of you who are listening and you have, let's say a mood swing and you're an avid coffee drinker, you may want to consider that coffee's contributing to these moods, right? What do you think about that, Carly? Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, for me, when I would have coffee coffee. I'm a very sensitive person. <laughs> um, I, the more I've gotten into this lifestyle, you know, again, I got into holistic healing when I was 15 years old and I've always been sensitive, but really that just went and I have become super sensitive to a lot of things. So even if I have a sip of alcohol, like kombucha beer, or if I have like a, a taste of coffee, I actually, my body picks it up right away. And I almost start having like I don't want to say heart palpitations, but a little bit of anxiety because it's like out of my natural state, which I enjoy being. And for me, I, I've just come to this point in my life where of course, like it's fun to have a, like a kombucha beer and dance sometimes. And that's super fun and social and great. But at the same time, I know how to create that within my own body. And I'm able to do that with caffeine as well. And the fact that I'm not reliant on it is such an amazing thing. And I have built this um, lifestyle up, I think really because of mushrooms, particularly chaga mushroom, 
Which and regulates the immune system. Yeah, right. And chaga as one of my favorites. Reishi mushroom for energy. Um, the mushroom of immortality, right? Anti-aging. Um, um, a lot of people say that claim that it also kills cancer cells. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I mean, we can't say that, but we just kind of did that. It's some people say that, right? Some people say that as well as some people say it about hemp too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some funny. people. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but that was crazy. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just really beautiful. And speaking of, since we're on that topic of curing things, I've witnessed um, some people cure themselves of a lot of diseases with, um, including cancer with sunflower sprout juice. So really? sunflower can you tell me about that? Cause I'm not aware. So go for it. Yeah. So, um, I, my past partner, he was diagnosed with cancer, testicular cancer, and he actually did have to have a testicle removed, but instead of doing chemo, we were juicing sunflower sprout juice. Um, I juiced him sunflower sprout juice, broccoli sprout juice, wheatgrass juice, alfalfa sprout juice. Really, well, broccoli sprout is so powerful and full of sulforaphane, and sulforaphane is known to uh, kill those free radicals in your body. Yeah, it, and that's what it did. I mean, it was crazy. So that we were living in Delray Beach, Florida, and there was a bunch of greenhouses with people doing a lot of sprouts. And it, it I do have a friend, um, Gideon's Hydro Farms. They actually, it's one of my friends, Allie, and she grows her own sprouts and ships them to people. So if anyone needs some sprouts, she ships them can around. Can you States. add yeah. that? Can you send that as a text or into the, there's a chat in here in our system, if you're able to see that. I'll actually send you a note in the private chat to uh, pop up. If you want to put her information in there, I'll share it. Uh, oh, Gideon Hydro Farm. You're so fast. You said, oh, we lost, we lost Carly for a moment, <laughs> but we know where to go for the farm. So, um, so she'll be back on in a second. And meanwhile, what I will do is um, play, you know what? We'll go to commercial. Oh, she's back. Here we go. Yeah, apparently I can't do the approach. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've had the fat finger. So not last week, but the week before, I had on uh, Dr. Um, Susie Warden. And I lost my electricity, right? Oh, no. <laughs> so I finally get it back on. And, I come in, and she's teaching everybody about posture. She takes over the show. She's perfect. I'm like, you are amazing. Oh, you know, amazing. Wonder Woman. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for bringing up posture, too. Yeah, yeah I right? need that that reminder as a yoga instructor, <laughs> I should do better. But, um, so what were we talking about? Okay. So the, um, the microgreens and microgreens are so nutrient dense mm -hmm. and at the farmer's market that you vend at, um, mm -hmm. when I was visiting Chicago, there were a ton of microgreen farmers with sunflower sprouts and it really, it's an easy process to grow yourself. If you get micro um, coconut fibers, you can really grow a lot of microgreens. So easy, really inexpensive. The craziest nutrients ever to throw them in smoothies, throw them in salads. You can juice them, eat them plain. But really, I mean, they say that there's like 300 times more micronutrients in a broccoli sprout versus actually eating the broccoli itself. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I learned. And from, I think that was part of that one book um, 
I that that you were holding up in the um in in the uh, video. So I'm gonna share. So some people don't know what microgreens are and what they look like. So I'm just gonna make life a little easier for them. Hold on. All right. So these are microgreens. Do you want to explain that, Carly? So that I mean, it's it isn't a part of like that. It's like they don't get to their the nutrients are in those like small buds. Is that right? right? So if you see this is a if you see this large picture all the way on the right where it was this that's one harvest the microgreens. So it's never actually going to go into. It's not going to become a broccoli or the actual vegetable. It's going to stay as that sprout, and then you can harvest it. And then once you harvest it, it'll continue to regrowing given good conditions. I think you can get like two or three harvests out of most microgreen sets. And actually you, you could get an indoor. Okay. So this is a fun idea. Um, I'm really big on sustainable zero waste living. And for one of my Christmases with my family, we did a, a zero waste Christmas. So I gifted them all a bunch of like reusable bamboo toothbrushes, stainless steel razors, um, reusable bags, zero waste kits. And then I gifted my mom indoor grow lights for the basement in Chicago. So she was growing vegetables like garlic, ginger, sprouts, um, spinach, lettuce in the basement. Like and the what I do. Yeah. Just like Jody does. Jody, you have a, a garden tower, right? So yep, I do. And I really love it. And I'm trying to get the, um, the Gideon's hydro farm up right now. Here we go. There we go. Is that a better picture, Carly? Oh, there we go. Oh, so cool. Right. Yeah. And Allie does the process so well. I mean, she tries to be as sustainable as possible. She's growing on coconut fibers and her sprouts are amazing. I, she, I mean, she helps women all over the world with um, abuse, getting out of abusive relationships. She has helped so many people that I know, including myself. And what she did for me was get me on a, a regimen to consume a lot of microgreens because it lowers the cortisol in your body right. and it gives a, a, a flood of micronutrients, which can really, t really help with adrenal fatigue and brain damage. And it can help with neurons in your brain, similar to psilocybin. So really interesting stuff. It's extremely helpful. It's uh, some of my favorite foods for increasing minerals in the body are really just microgreens, mushrooms, shilajit, sea moss, um, and CBD hemp. And those are just <laughs> the perfect combination to get your body back into balance as well as, you know, we got the aromatherapy. So yeah. So I love, yeah. And we can talk about aromatherapy, but talk about, cause I, I, I can talk about that all day, but talk about sea moss. Cause I can't. Okay. So yeah, sea moss has I believe it's 98 minerals in there, including iodine. So it's from the ocean, right? It, typically, it's the one that I get is from the Pacific. Okay. And basically, it, I have some in um, my apartment, so I should have grabbed it. But basically, it literally looks like sea moss. I mean, moss, right? And I grew up working at Puget's Cafe making lemon meringue pie sea moss desserts. And you throw just sea moss in these desserts, you throw it in a smoothie. It's like a gel-like substance okay. and just floods your body with minerals. It is, it tastes amazing. I think my brother Johnny is on here and I went to his house to California and we were making sea moss, taking sea moss shots for energy instead of coffee. It's really good for digestion. You can even put on your skin as a facial. It's really beautifying, hydrating. 
So that is one of my favorites. But since we're on the topic of aromatherapy, I just want to show all the viewers what I picked from my garden this morning for, you know, free aromatherapy um, that people can grow on their windowsill, right? <laughs> so um, I have some mint right here. And I typically never drink plain water. I'm always throwing herbs in my water. So this, I put mint in there and I have some lemon balm. Well, well let's talk. Hold on. What does yeah. the mint do? Do you know? Mint? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's crazy. So mint will give you energy. It's known to lower testosterone in the body. So for women with polycystic ovarian syndrome, mm -hmm. it's really recommended to have mint tea, peppermint tea too. And yeah, lowering adrenals, um, helping with adrenal fatigue, really great for a digestion. I like to make a drink called sassy water. So I'll take filtered water. I'll put in there cucumber from my garden, mint, um, basil, cilantro, parsley, and lemon. So good. I have it's, some of those things in Slim and Sassy, actually. It's funny um, that you call it Sassy Water. You wow. Know, so mint, so if you are um, in your menopausal years, um, mint will um, help you with hot flashes as well, in addition to everything that Carly said. Um, so I, it gives you mental acuity, energy, um, like she said, digestion. It's amazing. I love mint and I love that you're growing it and you're just plucking it and putting it into your water because really that's a, a fantastic way to get the party started. Right. <laughs> totally. And my, so for those who don't know, like my community is on, um, I do a little bit of blogging on social media, Instagram, particularly my username is Carly Rose Bergman. And I have started this thing within my community um, to for each day, one wild forage or freshly harvested thing a day. And now people from all over the world are harvesting, you know, going foraging. They're like, oh, this is my wild forage food for the day. This is my har harvested food for the day for my garden. And how important this is how often are people eating things at the peak of ripeness? Because we're so used to going to the grocery store, picking up the oranges, picking up the mint, even if it's organic, that's great. That's amazing. But when are you getting it at the peak of ripeness? Because these things aren't being harvested at the peak of ripeness. They're being harvested weeks before and they're not actually getting all the nutrients. Or from sometimes months, Carly. Sometimes totally. months. Totally. So the I buy now at the farmer's market and... Uh, the difference in my fruit and vegetables is night and day. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, so if you can't grow it yourself, which I think is optimal, you know, chuck the grass and, you know, plant a garden, right? <laughs> um, we actually have to go to commercial. So I'm going to do a couple commercials real quick and then we're going to come back and I want to talk about the basil that you're growing. Okay, and cilantro because it's so powerful. Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. 
How Susan Essential supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food is medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. Okay, we are back. We got another commercial, but uh, not video, just audio. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed, into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating, and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness session on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the mindfulness slash stress relief coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the mindfulness moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of mindfulness on higher learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. So if you are listening, uh, you can call in to speak to Carly Rose. Um, the number to call into is area code 515-605-9325. And you can call in and ask questions, um, your burning questions that you have. Because they should be burning questions. I mean, because... Most people don't understand the power of everything sitting right outside our door. Talk about basil. Right. So Excuse I me. Basil. Talk about basil. <laughs> so I, I love basil. This isn't holy basil. This is just sweet basil. Holy basil is actually my favorite adaptogenic. Mine too. Amazing tea. I'm sure you, I think you have essential oils for that, right? Yeah. I actually even give it, I give um, the basil, holy basil to my birds, fagula and sweetness. And then I also uh, put it in a diffuser in their room because birds have more anxiety than most uh, animals on the planet. Didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. How does that smell? It's amazing, uh, it right? It amazing. I mean, I can honestly feel, you feel like certain receptors go off in your brain and it releases so much endorphins in your brain. And that's similar... You know, we're so used to smelling all of these fake fragrances, right? Mm -hmm. We go into a store. I was biking in the forest the other day, and I'm smelling all of the trees, and I bike past someone, and then I just get a, a whole cloud of their cologne, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is so bad. And, you know, and it does something to the pheromones in our body and receptors in our brain. It actually deters them. And I was reading a study, interestingly enough, the other day, where, it, you know, these components in the fragrances, not only are they so harmful, like carcinogenic, they mess with the endorphins and pheromones of our body, but it can prevent you from getting a compatible partner because totally. day, we were able to really know if we resonated with someone based on the pheromones in our body because it has a sense of attraction. So I've noticed for me, I'm actually attracted to when men do not wear fragrance and cologne because it actually gives me like their actual smell as a human versus all of this fake shit that's in the store. And once I'm, I know you resonate, I'm sure a lot of people. Oh, I resonate all day long. The funny yeah. thing is, is that I used to be one of those spritzer girls, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
And, you know, um, and I'm grateful, right? Because it taught me what not to do. Um, so I was in Iowa, Nebraska this last week. And I think it was Nebraska where we ended up going to Dillard's and you walk by and, you know, the fragrance counter, it's overwhelming. And it's, it has a different, it just has a different energy about the fragrance, right? And going back to your comment about you don't want to be wearing it because you want to attract your true mate, right? If you're attracted to something, they're masking who they are with that fragrance. Yeah. Yeah. And people might be listening to this. Um, I don't think you're listeners, but you know, a, a average person would listen to it and be like, ah, that's far fetched. That's not, I mean, that's really the metaphor for everything in society, right? Covering who you are with all of these fake, these fake materialistic things. And then, so when you brush back all of that, who are you? And that's a conversation you and I have all the time, the, the authentic self, who you are with nothing, with right. nothing. And again, I know fragrance might seem like something, eh, whatever, but it actually is, it is a huge deal. And when we go into those stores now, even air fresheners, we know how toxic air fresheners are. And that's why Jody will diffuse essential oils and have them go throughout her house rather than a Febreze plug-in because those are so damaging to oh, they cause um, our cancer. Um, they cause cancer. So when I go to the store, I think I was at, well, I probably shouldn't mention which store it was, but I went to the store and I'm, it was like last summer and um, I'm pulling out the plugins that are in the dressing rooms. <laughs> Good. I love that. And, or we, we go to a restaurant. I mean, uh, we went to this organic restaurant in Barrington, Illinois, um, and then they pull out the Lysol right where we're eating. And I'm like, you just kind of killed my meal, right? Because now I'm inhaling all these toxins. We had to yeah. leave. It was bad. So. Yeah. So, and that, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lack of um, consistency. And that's all we're about. I mean, educating consistency. And these people don't know better because we're engraved. Um, these ideas are engraved in our minds and we're conditioned at such a young age. So it's like you had your wake up, right? You had your awakening and you got off all those 19 medications. You switched drastically to the other side of the spectrum, you know, it, it, that's what we see a shift in the collective right now happening. We see a lot of people waking up all of a sudden, like, whoa, something deeper is going on. We've been conditioned our entire lives to think all this stuff is normal, but it's actually killing us and it's not normal. And it's really cool to watch all these people wake up. And I'm really grateful that I got to experience this so young. And, you know, but I put the energy into this lifestyle, this living off grid, sustainable as zero waste as possible in this society lifestyle. And for example, so this is sage and I harvested a bunch last night. I actually, it's so funny because I'll decorate with it. I'll put it in my hats. I'll put it in edible bouquets. I'll put it in my tea. Um, I'll just use it to smell it and burn it. I'll make bundles. But what I did last night was I harvested a bunch of sage and lavender and I took off my bed sheets and I sprinkled it all on my bed. And then I put on a new bed sheet and then I went to bed just laying in sage and lavender. Yeah. And it was <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. So lavender um, helps people sleep. Right. And sage is clearing. So that's a sage right there. Right. This lavender right here. So and then this is sage. But that's purple. 
I know the sage is purple. It has purple on the top. Okay. I thought it was reversed. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. Purple is missing of this lavender, but yeah, no, this is, this is sage. If you, my plant is right over there. Only the top really has purple on it, but. I did not know that. See, I'm always learning. Always learning. Yeah. I'm like, well, I think she's got that reversed. Oh, Jody, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sage can help clear the energy, negative energy in, 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 in any space, in your home, your car, you know, your workplace, you know, just spritz it or, or bring the plant. People use it, they burn the plant, um, you know, all sorts of things, although I'm not an advocate of burning it. So um, I'd rather see it, um, you know, used as an oil or something. And mystics, they don't like having smoke. It's not good for our lungs. So um, good morning. Ooh, is someone out here? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> yes, yeah, I had my mic on mute because I didn't want you to have, hear my background sounds but this is Naima Latif I'm really excited about this show I am really into um you know discovering natural plants I spent all last year just learning about a lot of the things that grow naturally all over the city uh, I live in Chicago and I have I've, I've been developing some natural teas from the burdock and the uh dandelion and clover that grow on my own property and i see it growing in so many other places uh around the city i got a question regarding how do you how do you find out and i don't know if you test soil or whatever but if, when you see plants growing in various places wild how do you test to make sure the soil that they're growing in is safe for you to eat or is there where you prepare the plants first just to get rid of any possible toxins Right. That's such a great question. Um, so Jody, did you want to play that video that we recorded? Yeah, that so I have, yeah, I do. Um, I was actually going to play the one on burdock root, but I think you're right. We should do the one on the apples. Yeah. So, um, so Naima is our executive producer, by the way, and, Hi, uh, meet Carly. Naima. Hi Carly. Hi. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that you're making and developing teas. That's so awesome. And I was yes. walking in Chicago a few weeks ago um, downtown and I saw elderberry. I saw um, sunflower. I was, I climbed up a mulberry tree right downtown and I was eating the mulberries and I was with my friend. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, free food. But you know, a lot of it is sprayed, granted. So that's why I climbed up high on the mulberry tree to make sure I wasn't getting any of the low bearing fruit because that is, you know, it is something to look into with all the pesticides and stuff. And I'll talk more about that after the video because we talked um, a bit about it in here. Okay, here we go. This is Jody Seesaw with Seesaw Essentials, and it is getting me out here. And we're still at Bussy Woods, and we're going to look at this apple tree. And this is something you would think you can eat the apple, but now I'm going to show you, and so is Carly, and so is Matt. Say hello. Okay, so talk about this tree. I'm going to back up. a paradise apple tree, and maybe Jody. Yeah, yeah, we're all working with different names. We're hot, we're tired. Yeah. I'll Jody answer to anything. Um, we're not supposed to eat it because Kylie talks to me 
meaning that it's probably sprayed with pesticides, Monsanto, glyphosate. Um, but if it was tested, this is a great edible fruit. It's edible now, but it's ripening in the fall. So you can make desserts with it, apple pie, magic, apple pie with it. Yay. So I'm going to ask you guys to speak up because we've got the traffic in the back. But Matt, talk about, I mean, look at all these apples that are on the ground. I'm just going to scan the ground here. Oh, man. I was thinking, I'm like, so this is actually the prime food source for deer. So deer kind of eat for the season. So right now in summer, they're trying to get as many nutrients as they can. But they're kind of finicky eaters. But one of their favorite things to eat is sweet fruits. Um, so blackberries, blueberries, mulberries. And apples are like one of their all-time favorite fruits. So it's actually funny to see that like this tree's shedding its apples, and there's a tree line right there that you should have, you know, at least your sign of like them coming out. But no, you have apples rotten and stuff. You don't have any any corns left. So I wonder if the deer know that this is actually a sprayed food source too. So they know what to avoid. Well, so spot on, and I'll turn the camera around. So let me just so. Okay, so here I'm back. So here's the thing. Um, you know, most people know, who at least watch my show, that I can muscle test, I'm an energy worker, and I can tell you whether or not something's toxic. But let's just say I can't tell if something's toxic, because you let's say it's you and you don't have that skill set. If you see a bunch of apples, look at this, everybody. If you have a bunch of apples down on the floor, and nobody else is eating them, that's an indication that you shouldn't be eating them either, right? So if the animals know better, if the animals know better and they know not to eat this stuff, why don't we? Are we not using our other senses? What do you guys think? Do you think we're using our other senses? I think we don't know how to use our other senses all the time. Yeah. I, can't, I can't sniff them. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I could like yeah, make it. Yeah, but you could feel the energy. So, so maybe for people when they're going out, you can feel the energy. You can feel the goodness. So right. practice. Does some when you are looking at food, does that food look or feel? Does the energy feel good to you? If the energy doesn't feel good, right? Because everything's got a frequency. Yes. That was like, I was telling Matt the other day, I took a course in nature consciousness um, at the university that I went to, and it was all about practicing going into a space in nature and making sure you feel safe. So for example, and even if you're harvesting plants too, get like getting consent from the plants, the surrounding areas, because you know, how often do we just run and garden and not, we're not aware of our surroundings. But again, I was in Florida, so I'd be careful of rattlesnakes, crocodiles, bears, um, alligators, um, water moccasins and really tapping into your senses and asking permission from the nature around you. And then when you develop that sense, then you get into the, the nature and then you can pick up on things like this more easily, understand what's safe for you, what's not. So it really is a whole contemplative experience. It's not just going and foraging and picking random things. Like you actually have to ask consent, be aware of your surroundings and tap into that field. So thank you for sharing that. That is so amazing. Hey. Anything yeah. you want to add to that, Matt? I'm actually learning right now. Like, I don't have a lot of experience in harvesting plants. It's usually animals, but I was thinking, like, should I ask their consent first? Well, yeah, before you eat them, or at least before, you know, I mean, yeah. 
it's and usually, I don't know how that part works. I mean, because I mean, well, usually the thing I do do is if, if you do harvest an animal, you thank the animal. Thank you. Right. Go ahead. Complete your thought. Sorry. But I mean, that's just that's a whole part of, of harvesting uh, deer. I mean, we hunt deer. We hunt waterfowl too. But that's what my dad always taught me. Um, you thank that animal because that animal's giving its life for you. Yeah. And also another part of that is to make sure that you're trying to, um, you, you train and everything to hunt so that you can give that animal the most humane death possible. You don't want that animal to suffer. You want to hit it in the back leg so it runs away and stuff like that. But a really big part of that is thanking the animal afterwards. Well, and you bring up a really good point um, about thanking the animal, humane, uh, making it a humane way for people, or for the animal to lose its life for us, for our consumption. And um, we'll just put the camera on you guys. <clears throat> um, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. I uh, grew up Jewish, and when I studied um, the religion, there's you know kashrut, which is a way of eating. Yeah, and and how you how you um, how you slaughter an animal, and the way that the blood comes out is very specific. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody ever wants to look that up, go for it. But anyway, <laughs> I also want to add one more thing. Small thing. Um, also, so when I was in university, I would do internships with edible landscapers, and we would seed cycle and harvest with the new moon and the full moon. So not only do you death consent, you know, for all these plants, and you're aware in being in also using like the natural intelligence of the planet, the way the water, the tides are energetically, and then you know you plant with new moon, harvest full moon, vice versa. It really just depends on the plant and the species. But that's a whole other thing to that's really tap good into. Point. I use the moon cycle when I hunt. I only go out on certain days because deer are going to be more active in the minor when the moon is actually above you during the day. Uh, it can usually predict when deer are going to hit food plots during the day. So that's totally right. Like the moon actually plays a huge part in nature. Oh, Everybody okay. listens to it except for us. It looks like. Well, how many how many women go to the hospital on a full moon? A ton, actually. That's a saying. Have, birth on the full moon. That's I, what I'm talking about. I work on an ambulance. When we have a really busy day, we actually say it must be a full moon. It's like a whole saying. Mm -hmm. okay. You actually get it. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We are going to sign off and share more later. Thank you, everybody. Like and uh, if you want to like this video, subscribe to my YouTube like channel. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Okay, so Naima, is Naima still there? I'm not sure if Naima. So. I don't know if Naima. Naima. I don't know if Naima. Yeah, yeah, I'm still there. I, I had to, I had to uh, mute my mic because I had to uh, go to Facebook so I could see the video, and I didn't want you to hear the echo. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Actually, and I had that same issue. YouTube started playing my current show, so I'm like, ah, I gotta get out of there. So it's <laughs> always a technological. Uh, you have yeah. to be uh, aware. Um, so does that answer? I mean, so basically, you have to look at your surroundings, you have to, um, what are the animals eating and what are they, you know, do you notice that all those dandelions that grow, but then you have, you know, your neighbors are spraying, let's say a pesticide. And so the animals aren't eating the dandelions. So think about those things um, because if your neighbor spraying, the wind will blow. It will be on your on your um, 
on your land. And so you have to think about, or you have to ask your neighbors, hey, could you consider letting them grow? Could we take on uh, using, not killing off one of the most powerful plants on the planet, <laughs> right? Let them survive. Because if we let the dandelion survive, guess what? We get to survive. What do you think about so, that, Naima? Well, I, I think that uh, we have to do more education of people on the plants that are growing all around oh, them that actually out. are. Let me make sure I have my volume up. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. So I think it's important that if, if we're going to be teaching anything in terms of science in schools, we need to be teaching the plants that actually add to our lives that are growing wild. And, and, you know, the mind of the earth is very wise. We mother earth gives us what we need for our lives. And we need to be teaching young people how to recognize these plants and respect the, the things that are assisting us in our, our respiratory health, uh, in our bodily health, things that can be uh, picked and prepared and really raise the awareness about taking care of the earth and all of the plants that are helping us to breathe better, especially now that everybody's worried about their, their breath and their, their respiratory system and, and viruses and everything. So why not take this opportunity to teach better respect for the life that is helping us sustain our lives. And I would love to see us get rid of pesticides. I think if we learn better how to grow even the food that we're eating and learn what plants can actually deter certain insects so that they don't eat the plants, we can do that in a natural way. These are the kinds of things we should be teaching and learning so that, because anything ending inside means, you know, killing. So if you're spraying pesticides on something, not only are you killing things that you consider pests, you're also slowly killing anybody else who eats the food. So I, I think it's time for us to develop a more holistic way of respecting all life and realizing all life is intertwined. You can't kill anything without killing everything at some point. Well, I couldn't agree more. And I'm looking right now, so if anybody sees me looking to the other side, this is why. Uh, I'm looking for a video that I did in 2018. So what I'm, I'm not going to look for it anymore. I'll just talk about it. So I'm walking. I'm living in Palatine, Illinois. I walk to the farmer's market. And on my way back, from the farmer's market, I see these dandelions. And so I said, you know, isn't it interesting that we, that dandelions, uh, many people say, and there's studies on it, which is why they have dandelion tinctures and all that, but we know it detoxifies the liver and, you know, helps with, you know, killing cancer cells, right? And yet, the pesticide that they use to kill the dandelions cause cancer. What's the irony in that? 
And you know what? As I was, I was, I was doing research on uses of dandelion, and I'm thinking about all of these things that these plants that we killed because we want a nice lawn. I'm just, I'm just amazed that we're allowing this wrong thought to continue that dandelions are a pest that should be killed when in fact these are plants that are here for our preservation and for our health and well-being so i guess my question is how do we change that thought how do we change so that well people can be more aware of the plants that they look at as enemies are actually our friends Right. So one moment at a time, right? One day at a time. And then actually, I had forgotten to make this announcement, but I'm going to do it now. And Naeem, I think I may have sent you an email about her text message. Um, I am, first of all, we have to shift our mindset. We have to educate people. We have to give them grace when they don't understand, right? Stop the judgment, hashtag no judgment. Um, and the other thing is that, um, I am uh, conducting a healing circle, and that's on September 9th at 11, 11 a.m. It's a Thursday. And the purpose of the healing circle is to help us release, release energies that no longer serve us. And quite frankly, that mindset is also an energy. So it should open up, the purpose is to open up our hearts and open up our minds to see things that are right in front of us that we haven't looked at in a way that will help us heal. So I can do the energy healing and all the other healers. I think we have like, we've invited almost 30 different healers. And they're going to be on uh, StreamYard and they're going to be on Podbean and, and, you know, and hopefully blog talk, if we can bring that in, I know that might be a constraint, um, but, and we're gonna help people with the energy, removing these energies that don't serve them, which then will open their eyes. So that's, that's the purpose. We wanna hope, open up their eyes and open up their hearts to see the goodness that's right in front of them so that they start to inquire. Mm. Yeah, that is something that's so necessary. We have to change, and that that So my mom is a preschool teacher, and her preschoolers are the best. She is such a great teacher. She teaches her kids how to compost. If they have a spider in the classroom, they all go to the spider. And my mom picks it up, and they all bring it outside together. Um, she has a little fish in the room with a fake fish in there, and they named the fish Rainbow. And whenever one of the kids litters, she goes and picks it up and puts it in Rainbow's tank. And she's like, boys and girls, look, Rainbow is suffocating with plastic. Someone didn't throw out their trash. And then, you know, these kids are like, oh, oh my gosh, no, like Rainbow. So then they're very conscientious uh -oh. of around throwing things away. The kids go home and they tell their mom and dads, Hi, mom and dad. Mrs. Bergman said that, you know, we can't really bring plastic Ziploc baggies to school anymore, plastic, and that we have to get reusables. So then all the kids come in with reusables the next week, and the, she'll get emails from the parents like, 
Hi, Mrs. Bergman. Just want you to know that Jared oh, said no. that we can't kill spiders in our house anymore. So we're not killing spiders in our house and we're switching all to reusables. So I really do think it starts with the school system young because when I was in school, I didn't learn rainwater. Like in elementary school, I didn't learn about rainwater catchment or gardening. I had to do all of this by myself. And this is like primal inherent knowledge that we should have. This is also instinctual. So yes. it's just really interesting how, you know, there's a huge shift happening in the world right now. For anyone that doesn't notice, yeah. um, it's here and it's happening. And people are yes, going to homestead is. living, homeschooled moms are coming together and they're teaching their kids. Where I live in Hawaii, there's a bunch of moms coming together um, that they didn't like what was happening in the school system. Wow. And, and they took their kids out. The moms built a school. They literally got together with the whole community. The moms and kids built together. They started like a project. And then they would all go in their gardens because everyone has huge food forests. And they would um, they would just harvest a bunch of food from their land, make a meal, bring it to all the moms that were building the school. And now they're hiring all teachers that maybe got fired from the school system this past year um, for many different reasons. And now they're hiring these teachers to teach at like a home school. So it's really just creating a new society, a new a new way of living. But it's not new, right? We're just returning, actually. We're just going back to the basics. And the kids in Hawaii, I mean, I met a kid, um, Leo. His name's Leo. And he is eight or nine. He's never, he doesn't watch TV. He has only watched TV on an airplane while traveling. The smartest kid I've ever met in my entire life. He was teaching me, like, he was just doing woodwork. And he's like eight years old. And he knows how to do everything. When then you go out here, um, you're on the mainland and you just see kids just stuck glued to their iPad. They can use an iPad. No problem. They don't know how to give eye contact though. So it's right. just, yeah, it's, it's really just as hard as these past few years have been as much as we've seen a bunch of evil thrive, like obviously closing small businesses, corporations being extremely successful. It is creating a huge divide and people are waking up to what's going on. Communities are forming in Hawaii and Asheville and California and Arizona and people are coming together and saying, you know, if we don't like the culture we're in, you have to change it because it's not going to change. The same people that own the gas station, own the bank, own Amazon, own money, own everything. So you really have to create a new system within this culture. That is so, that is so <laughs> encouraging to hear. Because I know you have things to say. <laughs> So. Yes. Yeah. That is so encouraging to hear, knowing that that people are coming together. Families are coming together. They're using this opportunity to create their own education system. That's really what we should be doing. This is an opportunity for us to teach the things that our children need to know. And that's where it starts. I mean, if we can educate parents and kindergarten teachers. Then we'll see a whole new revolution because the young people growing up will think differently. Sometimes you can't change the, the older people and sometimes they're influenced by their children. So if we can get to the children through parents and, 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 and kindergarten and first grade teachers, you know, the, the people who are influencing young minds before they get contaminated, that would be the most powerful thing. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to being able to really uh, expand my knowledge on 
all the natural things that are right here for us. I think the more shows, and, and I'm just so grateful, Jody, that you're doing this show. We need to share this everywhere on all the social media platforms and everything, because this is this is like a classroom for a lot of people who just never thought about it. They just really were never made aware of how the ecosystem works and how we have already everything we need to sustain our lives. We just need to recognize what it looks like as it's coming out of the ground. And I like the video that you did that kind of shows you, okay, if, if, if other animals don't touch something and it's food, that means there's something wrong with it. It's probably contaminated. Don't touch it. You know, until we can, like you say, develop the, the sixth sense to know when something isn't. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah. right. So, and can we let's talk about this? Um, you know, we're going to be doing this healing circle, and this addresses what you're asking, Naima. So, on September 9th at 11 11 a.m., mm. you want to hop on early, at yeah. least by 11 o'clock, that's when we're all get on. Um, and it won't last long, it'll be 30 minutes in totality, starting from 11 11 a.m., and we're going to clear energy which then will awaken your senses. Mm. And I will, I will get on um, and do a show after that and teach people how to use their body as a pendulum to mm. communicate with God and ask questions. How I muscle test my food is I basically, I, I, if I'm in a store even, I get out my computer or my, my phone, I open up the compass and I figure out which way is north. Now, some people have a better sense of direction than me and don't need to do that, Carly Roseberg meant. So, uh, <laughs> so, <Wrong> suit. <laughs> what? Us. Yeah, yeah, I, I just can't do that. So, anyway, well, <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have my phone, I'll get a little compass. But anyway, you face north, and you know, I teach you how to use your body as a pendulum and figure out what your yes is as a pendulum and what your body's no is. And then you can start asking questions. You bring in your spirit guides to make sure that you're asking the questions of the right people or the right souls, the right spirits. <clears throat> and you find out, is this for my highest good? Is this food clean? Is this food have toxins in it? Yes or no. And when you start asking these questions, um, you'll feel the energy in the food. And you'll also get the answer and you'll recognize, uh, you'll start to recognize fast what's a yes and what's a no. Um, <clears throat> and for those people who are listening, if you walk into a party in a room and the energy's off, it doesn't feel You good. feel it. You feel it instantly. Yes. So that's the same energy you're going to feel in your food if it's not good for you. Let's just put it that simple. Hmm. If there's a, if something doesn't appeal to you, don't eat it. There's a reason God's talking to you. Yeah. That, that, that system kind of sounds a little bit like body talk, which a friend of mine is uh, involved in, which, you know, you, you, you learn to uh, listen to your body as a, uh, I guess, an instrument that, that uh, reflects your, your higher senses. And when you, like you say, you learn a, a yes and a no. Mm -hmm. And when your body is telling you 
something, you learn how to listen to it because it's, it, it is tuned into the divine intelligence and we all are, but it's something that we have to learn that we, we lost the knowledge of. Well, so I'm looking it up right now and it says body talk. And this is actually pretty spot on for what I do. Body talk yeah. is a holistic approach to healing based on proven principles of energy medicine. The yeah. body is a complex ecosystem with a delicate balance between physiological, biochemical functions, emotional and mental interactions, environmental influences, and hereditary and genetic restrictions. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that, it, it works. Yes. Um. So, uh, yeah. So, Carly, you want to add anything to that? Do you mind if we play the Yarrow video? Because I think I can connect. I have something important to connect sure. with the Yarrow. Yar Not the Yarrow. The Queen Anne's lace. Yeah, love to. Naima, uh, you're gonna love this. <laughs> okay, so let me thank you. So Naima, you wanna uh, hop on uh, YouTube or Facebook? Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go to uh, YouTube. I'll, I'll mute so you don't hear the echo. All right, and then we'll be patient when you come back. <laughs> I'm over here smelling all my plants. <laughs> all right. Okay. Hold on. And here we go. So this is uh Hey, it's Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. Please ignore the background noise, but we're uh, still at um uh Bussy Woods and we're gonna be talking about Queen Anne's lace and here is Carly. Yeah. Uh, hi Carly. Aloha. Okay, so this is Queen Anne's lace. You know it's also known as wild carrot, but you know it's Queen Anne's lace because there's a little red dot in the middle, right? I don't even see it. Can you show me where it's at? Yeah, where's your camera? Right there. You see my finger. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so Queen Anne's lace. Wow. You can actually, people will like fry the flowers as fritters and then the stems, you can actually use in soups and salads. So Queen Anne's lace, they say that the practice started in India. It's actually a natural contraception. So basically, if you have unprotected sex, it is said to have Queen Anne's lace for seven days. You can make a tincture out of it. You have it seven days after, every single day after you have unprotected sex. What that does is prevent the fertilized egg from going into the uterus and attach it. Wow. So, yeah, super interesting. I actually have a lot of friends um, that use this as natural contraception. Also, they'll use papaya seeds as, nat as a natural contraception. So it's really interesting to learn about plants that have been used as contraception forever. But, you know, you can't really make money off of this. So, and you have to be particular. And, again, learning about your moon cycle when you're ovulating, et cetera, it's very important for us to know our cycles in our body. But it's one more thing to incorporate in the natural way. Okay, so, Carly, that's awesome information. Thank you for sharing. And then, what's he doing back there? Are you going to walk back that's there? a wild Maddie, And he is harvesting flowers. <laughs> Let's walk over there. You want to walk over? Me? Yeah, I'll walk over with you. Okay, so what do you got here, Maddie? Uh, these are wild blackberries. Oh. So <gasps> oh, wow! A whole bush full of them. 
So uh, these red ones are the ones that aren't yet ripe. Okay. Um, and these are the ones that are ripe. They look just like at the store. Taste even better. Thank you. But um, yeah, this is just another fruit that's coming into season at this time of year. Spiderweb. Yeah, but, I got uh, stuck in the spiderweb yeah. too. Wow. Uh, total spiderweb. So bring your anti-spiderweb. So I'm just pausing this for a second. I sense that there was a spider spinning the web around us when we came in, like we were their prey. Oh. <laughs> it's it was kind of crazy. That we'll keep with it. Actually, they go all the way back. There's a whole line of them back there. So I just want to say this. I, um, these have also been sprayed. So um, you just have to be careful, yeah, about what you eat out here. So. Oh. All right. Cool things. Anything else you want to add about the berries? I think you got it. Usually there's wild red raspberries here, too, and you can make the red raspberry leaves into tea. Nice. So I actually have red raspberry leaves at home, which I do make tea out of that. Yeah. Bye. Bye, everybody. Okay. Screen share and yeah. we are back. Amazing. So, yeah, I just think that's another really important thing. I um I learned I can't remember where I learned that. I think I was in an herbalism class and they were talking about Plan B, that pharmaceutical, how it you know obviously it prevents pregnancy, unwanted pregnancy. However, it does have a high damaging effect on the body. So there are things again for most. What I've noticed is that for most pills, there is a plant alternative. And as you know, I mean, there, there really, there really is. And I had heard um, an herbalist talk one time and she was like, well, you can't patent a plant, right? Like you can't go patent mint, but you can patent a pill that acts like mint. That's so, right. Properties, right? So um, super interesting. Uh, really diving into all these different plants and their purposes and living in Hawaii. I mean, I've learned about so many exotic fruits like ice cream bean, peanut butter fruit, shibuti kava, soursops, durian, mangosteen. And it's funny that there's so many candies and flavorings, fake flavorings and fragrances. Oh, what about the fake colors? The fake colors too, yeah. I mean, all those dyes, I, it, you know, they, and we have two callers coming in, so we're going to take the call soon. It's 312-671 and 312-849. So, um... But all those fake colors actually cause things like hypertension, cancer, you know, linked to arthritis. And so if you want health, it's actually right in front of you. <laughs> right there. So let's take our first caller uh, or second caller. It's 312671. Um, let's see. If we can... There we go. Yes. Hi. Yes, we are in Yahoo. Yes, this is uh, Minister Plump, Robert Floyd Plump. And how are you today, beloved? How, how are, are you? you? Oh, uh, well, that's good. I am interested in my health because my health is my wealth. And I'm checking and searching information, you know, and I heard the last thing that you said is like plants, I mean, pills. Uh, versus plants, you know. So I'm interested because I have a glaucoma in my eyes. That's I'm not claiming that. However, that's an evaluation from the VA, which is the Veterans Administration, and also high blood pressure and prostate cancer from their uh, examination. 
However, uh, I would hope and consider and hope and pray that you all could be a part of my solution and use me as an example uh, for healing, because healing to me uh, is a 23 in reality, and that's a need. We all need uh, better health, and I'm more concerned about the holistic health and especially uh, Sister Naima, uh, the teeth. Uh, are you still there, Sister? Naima, is she there on the air? I'm not sure. Uh, she, I know she muted herself for a minute, so she'll be on a delay. Um, Naima, you can okay. come back in if you're here, hon. Because so let, let I just know say that this. our health is our wealth, you yeah, know, so and... And really, uh, I'm into my health now as a major. And I would like to know, yep. is the dance line? Okay. Uh, yes. Naima's here. Uh, and way on Yashila, Sister Aslam Laikum. Peace be upon you, my brother. And I'm so glad that you're asking for help because the knowledge of what you need is available. And, and that's yeah. I'm so grateful mm -hmm. that, that we're able to help people with some natural ways of things that's right there in front of them that can help their bodies. So, so the, the right. healing you're seeing is, is here. So what I'm going to say Let me say this. this, because they got me scheduled right now, and I qualified, but I'm not really sold on the idea of operation. They're talking about taking out my prostate. Can't, uh, you know, supposed to be uh, uh, operation concerning my prostate, and I'm not really with that. I do believe that there got to be uh, a natural way, a holistic way, uh, a uh, plant life that can solve my problem, and that's what I really want and need. And asking for you all to help me to do more research. Well, they so got me scheduled for the 13th. It's supposed to be an operation to take out my prostate. So and I'm I'm stalling for more time. I'm not really sold on that. And I don't believe that that's the best remedy according to my health. Right. So let and me just I pipe think, in here. So um, yes, first of all, the, what all people can do when they're faced with health challenges is look first at what can you remove from your food supply? and your water supply. And when I talk about that, I say I'm talking about toxins. So I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm just going to put that out there first. But I am going to tell you that the very first thing that all people can do when they're faced with health challenges is look, look at what's toxic in your food supply and get rid of that, right? So that, and take a look at what's in your water supply. So if you go to my website, which is www.susanessentials. There's a checklist for everybody to get started. Okay, can you, can you take that a little slower for well, your um, website? If you know w Naima, she'll, she'll give it to you, but it's, it's um, www. It's my last name, Susan. Okay. How do you spell that? S-U-S-O-N. S-U-S-O-N, essentials.com. But there's a checklist. And when if you have 
which is prostate cancer, your LED lights, your light bulbs are contributing to that. Your light bulbs. Okay. So halogen is the way to go. These are basic things. Um, actually, I'll put it on the um, I'll put it on the screen. Are you looking? Can are, do you have access to a computer where you can look at what we're? Um, no, I don't at the moment. However, uh, I'm. Uh, yeah, Mr. Pump, I'm Minister Pump. I did just text you the website, so you can just hit the link right on your phone, and, it, and you'll it'll. Be, uh, yeah, that's up. awesome. Thank uh -huh. you, Naima. But I'm just going to pull this up so, real quick uh, so that you uh, can, can see. Can I give her my number so uh, also we can uh, Well, Naima can get that for me. You don't want to share yeah, your number on the like like Yeah, she can see you on the switchboard, so she's got your number right there. Yes. Okay, well, that's good. I appreciate you all. Because at this point in my life, I need all the help I can get, and it's all about living. And and my health is my wealth. And, and being ha happy, healthy, wealthy, and being wise. So, you know, I love the language that you all are using, and that is to educate, you know, uh, yourself and, and, and self-help. So, you know, we are in the same book. Uh, you know, maybe on different pages, and I don't know, I haven't gotten to all the information on the different pages in the book, but I need you all to help me solve my personal health problems, and that's what I'm reaching out, and I really need, and I appreciate you all for the program, and, and I believe everyone needs that, and thank God for the female solution. So Naima, I just sent you, you a text message for this uh, this man so that the text message has a link to the site and there's a checklist and it's displayed on the on the show right now. And in this checklist, it talks about the easy things that you can do. You know, filter your tap water. Yes, it's $189. Filter your shower water, 90 bucks. Replace your light bulbs. Use halogen, avoid fluorescent, and LED. Neutralize electromagnetic frequencies in your home and car. Someone told me that aquiline water, as well as changing my diet, would be a big help to me. Yes, and do not be fooled. So do not be fooled. So people try to sell you expensive systems for alkaline. It's like $2,500. When you remove the toxicity from the water, it actually pushes it into an alkaline state, takes it from acidic to alkaline, just by taking out the toxins. And that's like $189. So don't be oh, fooled by high price That's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, that's very reasonable. I, I know. Can, I can manage that. I was disabled when I yes, got yes. mine. So, yeah. So, um, but we do have another caller. So, um, any other quick questions Thank you, you have? Or... And I will, I've got your number here to, uh, you know, reach out later. Yes, correspond with me. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And God bless your honor. You... All right. All right, so 
we are going to put that one. And then we have another caller, 312849. Yeah, that was me. Oh, shoot. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because I, I had to get off of, uh, I, I had to uh, get off the podbean so I wouldn't be getting, so I wouldn't be getting the, uh, feedback uh, once I opened up Facebook and then, you know, came back on. Plus, I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm in motion no now. No worries, so no worries. I didn't want to lose my connection. So now I'm on. So, uh, Fagla is going to get, Fagla is on the show. She wants her own Instagram channel. That's what she just said. So I'm, I'm going to have to honor her with that. Give it to her. Give it, give it to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has an opportunity to, to, to teach the human family. Give her a platform to speak. Well, <laughs> she, she does, you know, her message is, um, uh, you know, typically start with heart. Um, and uh, anything else you want to say today? Ah, she says, I love you, Carly. <laughs> I love her. I, <laughs> I miss her. Yeah, I, I was having withdrawals when you were taking care of her and I was out of town. So oh, you. my gosh. There's something that we talked about, Liz, since we're talking about the cultural shift, right, with the school system. I want to talk about this, um, this internship I, I was in college. It was with an edible farmer, like I mentioned previously, and I was talking in that video how we would harvest the mood cycles and um, even seed cycling with my own body while doing that internship was when I first started seed cycling with the moon which basically is like nourishing different progesterone and testosterone phases within the female menstrual cycle, which is really cool. And anywho, so in that internship, I hosted a zero waste plant-based wedding from the garden. Um, and it was like a little mock wedding. We had a photo shoot. We had a bride and a groom, like groomsmen and um, bridesmaids. It was really, really special. And so all the edible bouquets came from the garden. I should have pulled up pictures to share. I'll have to send them to you. Meals from the garden. We made like a Thai curry from the curry and coconut and basil and corn and stuff we were growing from the garden. Um, everything was thrifted or borrowed. So at the end of the day, we only spent about, I would say like $75 on the entire mock wedding. It took place in like this golf course in this garden that was just really gorgeous there was like a rose garden we had a bunch of heirloom vegetables it was i had a flower crown that was made of all flowers from the garden and it was so special and so basically i've seen zero waste weddings all over the world happen and it's really it's it's really special to see all these events take place and there's not a lot of waste created everything is intentional the gifts are intentional and Everything, every detail, even down to like the gifts that they give out to people at the end are like heirloom seeds that they can grow on their windowsill, right? Instead of bubbles. So, right. So, really you know, um, on well, last week when I was traveling, I met some really amazing women, and um, uh, through you know, through a like minded networking event. <clears throat> And they saw all these necklaces that I'm wearing, and they thought it was comical that I said that I don't really like jewelry. 
And I and they go, really? <laughs> You're wearing so much of it. And I said, but it beats rocks in the bra. Because <laughs> I used to wear a bra, which I don't wear bras anymore because they just, in my opinion, lead to cancer because they're cutting off your circulation to your lymphatics. And yeah, right. So Carly, you get that. And so I stopped wearing a bra. So I had to find another way to wear the stones that protect my energy. Okay, can you be a little quiet? Thank you, we love you. <laughs> so she's so funny. So the stones, I, re I wear all the all this jewelry with intention, right? So going back to the wedding, giving out seeds or whatever, you know, you. I said, if I'm doing something that seems off, no, it's with intention. There's nothing I do that's not intentional at this point in my life. Yeah, for sure. And I love that you brought that up. So where else are you bringing that into, Carly? So that is a great point. I love the, um, I've been living a minimalistic lifestyle for very, probably just like basically everything I own can fit in my car. And granted, I'm kind of a nomad, so I bebop all over. I don't really, the last time I had furniture was last year and I sold everything, moved to Hawaii. And I just prefer to not have a lot of stuff. I love having like a backpack and being like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm off to the next place. And, um, and I always am selling things because it's funny. I, I literally, when I first got into minimalism, it was after living in a house with um, black mold actually. So I had to throw out everything because it's all contaminated. The spores make you so sick for anyone dealing with black mold. I posted like a protocol on one of my pages on Instagram because it is, uh, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's the worst. Well, and you've got two people on here or three actually who all have black mold. Yeah. Oh, it's gosh. It's, I'd like it's, to hear about your protocol because we have a protocol. Um, but we, you know, we, we hired somebody who does it for, they, I think they're cheap. It's called Pure Maintenance. They were on the show. Um, they use hydrogen, uh, vinegar, and nitrogen, and they fog the house, and it's done in three hours. It gets into all the, it gets into the drywall, it gets into your wood furniture, it gets into your clothes, it gets into everything, and it then leaves a spike. Like an energetic spike. So if anything comes into that that area, the virus or bacteria or mold gets caught in between the spikes. Ooh. Yeah, wow. It's, it's pretty oh. powerful. I see I with the remaining I just left. I left the place I was living because I couldn't do it anymore. I was so sick. I actually I was speaking about a protocol I did for my health, which was this particular CBD that I use and then black seed oil and oregano. And then all of those together got rid of my brain fog. Yes. Like, that's what I fog. do too. So I used oregano. I used a specific strain. Um, I used a cherry blossom CBD and I would add to that. I didn't use the black seed oil, but that's powerful. Clove, the terpene profile on clove is so powerful. I've learned now since then, that clove terpenes are more powerful than oregano terpenes. Interesting. Oh, that's mm -hmm. good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. And it, it, those things really just to get the mold out of your system. I know one of my friends, um, 
name's Matt, and he lives and it just, when you lift molds, anything else in your body is going to come up. So then he found out he had Lyme disease and he had all these other things, or Epstein virus, like in his body. So it was like, a, it creates any any imbalance that's already in your body. The mold just flips it on and turns it on. Yeah. So you're so flipping smart. So, yeah. So here's the thing. <clears throat> this is how I describe that. It activates. Black mold will activate. So everyone who's listening, listen up now. You are exposed to black mold. It will activate all the dormant viruses that you have in your body and make them active. Consider that it is the key to the jail cell. So you've got like these prisoners, right? And you open up the, the jail cell with the key and they all come out and they all get to play in your body and do what they want. By the way, that's how I got sick in, um, it was uh, October 31st. I was living in a place that had black mold. And um, uh, that's how I got a virus. And I got rid of it in a day and a half because I was, I'm with some amazing energy healers and they used uh, applied kinesiology, a form of it called AK chronic. And so they reset my immune system in 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And too, because I, you know, everything going on in the world, they're forcing people to stay inside. And when, think about what's in our homes, where there's toxic paint, there's plastic, harmful fumes. There's people that are breathing in bad things because they're not changing their filters. There's black mold. So like, I, you know, I wonder if that's making people more sick, not only psychologically, and you know, obviously creating anxiety and suicide because of lack of socialization, but actually our internal environments with our diet and our food and water and then our actual living spaces are toxic themselves and people aren't even aware. So when they're not outside and getting fresh air and grounding and those from the earth, that they're going out to the grocery store, they're more susceptible to getting, you know, sick for living a life in nature and outdoors. That's why it was really interesting when all the nature trails, you know, and beaches shut down, but the liquor stores were open. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't even, Mm, yeah. Well, and here's the other thing. It's a, you know, just what, a huge... Wait, what's that? We won't get into all of that stuff, but... No, but I mean, but it is, right? So why are the nature trails closed, but, but the liquor stores are open? Right. You know, riddle me that. <laughs> um, so, but the other thing is, and this may seem silly, but it's not. And I don't know, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Talk to me about your hangers. My what? Your clothing hangers. My clothing hangers? Yeah. Oh, ripped them from Goodwill. <laughs> okay, so I always go either with wire or wood. Mm. Because it, I, I switched all my plastic hangers out. Because you are, and I did this, I mean, I'm doing this while I was disabled, right? So... The thing is, you're breathing in the plastic. So wherever you have a choice in the matter. Totally. Totally. Like our Tupperwares, like using glass Tupperware instead of plastic Tupperware. Even if it's a reusable, you're trying to reuse. Like for me, it's like I, within the zero waste movement, sustainable movement, people will reuse plastic and reuse it, reuse it, reuse it. I won't reuse plastic because we know it's leaching and we already know it's leaching. And I think that's such a great point. Like our lives where there's plastic and you know plastic hangers too the pink dye 
and that's in your clothes and the plastic in your clothes. And for me, it's like, you know, this was my mom's. She, this is from when she was 30, right? So this is really old, but um, it's really interesting because then you go to a thrift store and you're thrifting all this clothes, all these clothes, but they're full of, you know, nylon and BPA and all this plastic versus just having something that's all organic. So I have a friend and um, she switched her entire wardrobe to completely organic. And I'm not there because my wardrobe is super minimal and I actually don't want more stuff right now. But definitely, I think that's a great goal to have it all completely. Well, that's where I've been going too, my yeah. clothing. I'll tell you the story. So um, we probably need to run a commercial. But uh, well, I'll tell you the story about my pajamas. Let me just run a quick commercial, okay? Okay. And um, here we go. Susan Essentials leads you to wellness by giving you access to more than 20,000 sustainably produced nutritional products delivered direct to your door. With a place of peace pop pop-up from Susan Essentials, you are able to increase productivity, mental acuity, leaving you with higher energy and peace in just 20 minutes. We pop up at our office or yours. Susan Essentials leads you to wellness by giving you access to more than 20,000 sustainably produced nutritional products delivered direct to your door. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings, in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Okay, so we're back and we're going to talk about pajamas. So I was disabled um, and for three and a half years and really my whole body was on fire. I had small fiber neuropathy, which is all over body pain. Um, and we knew that because of a, um, a biopsy that was done. And um, so I didn't want people touching me. You know, that would not be very well. And so when I would do my shopping, I would go late at night and I typically went to Walmart. Um, I would get my organics there, um, what I could, or I would get what I needed for grad school because I was going to grad school at the time. And I decided to get a pair of pajamas, right? They're cheap. And this is what shifted me. I put them on my body and I broke out in hives. Because they're putting on flame retardants. Wow, totally, totally. And I love Walmart. They have a lot of organics, and they have um, they the senior leadership has done a great job in, you know, reengineering 
how they support their employees. And they're not finished, but they're certainly on their way. And I've been watching them since 2015 make these changes. So I, you know, I support them. But they still haven't learned about the flame retardant on (laughs) pajamas. When you go into, I can't even tell you the last time I was in a mall. I think it's been years. But when I used to go into malls, I mean, going into each store, smelling how intense it is with the fragrances. But not only that, yeah, the smelling the clothes. And people, but it's interesting because people love that new smell, the new car smell, the new clothes smell. And then when you become sensitive and in tune, you will notice your body will react to it differently. I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, Mia, and she is having a hard time consuming alcohol now because she just got to a point where she's too sensitive. Her body reacts even if she has a couple sips of it and she feels like she mentions like her vibration seems to alter and it really does. So it is, there's so many things, you know, that are going on. I think once you have knowledge of what's going on in the world, it's kind of hard to exist because you're like, how did it really get to this point? Where do we go from here? But that's why I think what we were talking about with Naima was so important, just reinventing the systems and getting to the children and, a lot of my friends are moms and they're raising their kids so intentionally with integrity and morally consistently. And it's so beautiful to see how awesome these kids are. I know these kids that are, what, they're 12, 11, and 8, and they're homeschooled and their parents were like, okay, we're going to live, um, you know, we're going to go live in our Jeep and travel the country. So we got to sell the house. So the kids' homeschooling project, their final, was to redo the house. So the kids were learning electric plumbing, tile, painting. That was their like final project. And these kids, smartest kids I've ever, I mean, they were so intelligent. Having, talking to them was like talking to an adult. They were so respectful. I've never had so much eye contact from a child. And it was like talking to a friend. It's not like you talk to them like they're kids. You talk to them like adults. And, and it was, and it's like, oh, this is how it should be. You know, this is, this is how it should be. And so I think we had to hit the complete opposite of the spectrum is what we see now with the kids with a lot of sensory issues, attention issues, issues from food and the water, fluoride, their pineal glands are literally calcified. And I think a lot of people think that that's a woo-woo term with pineal calcification. It's like an actual scientific it's science all day long. It, it does calcify your pineal gland. I want to say something else, and I'm going to go get it. Hold on a second, because I want to just so people know what we're talking about. And for anyone watching, there's a great doctor, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks about the calcification of the pineal gland and how certain calcify your pineal gland. And there's actually certain meditations and prayers you can do to decalcify. So Joe Dispenza is amazing. Thank you for mentioning that. So this is for taking your temperature, okay? See that little light, right? Guys, if you're going in to a doctor's office and they want to put this at your pineal gland, it calcifies it. Let them do your wrist, okay? I walked into a chiropractor's office last week, and they went to go put that at Andrew's, um, his, uh, his, you know, third eye, his pineal gland. And I whipped it and I'm like, no, you know, like we've worked hard to decalcify that pineal gland. <laughs> Could you up. talk about um, x-rays a little bit too? Cause I had someone interested in learning more about the x-rays and the radiation because there's, you know, the low radiation um, x-rays and 
um, particularly my brother who is doing some x-ray things. And I'm sure you've dealt with this because of Andrew's brain condition and needing x-rays, um, all x-rays. Cause I know we were both talking about how we opt out of x-rays at the airport. We have to go through those big machines. So actually I, you know, here's what I know. Um, and I'm not an expert in this space, but I know that radiation is radiation. Right. And I do know that it um, harms the cells in your body. And, you know, if you want to look, there's actually, there's a woman who I met, who I'm going to introduce you to. Her first name is Molly. She's a, um, she's a naturopath. She actually reclaimed her eyesight in both eyes. <laughs> she had, she had, she's blind. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's one of us. So anyway, uh, she's, she's amazing. But, you know, let's just talk about radiation in general. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the YouTube channel, and I think I have enough time to do it. And I'm going to show the world what happens to their blood cells, okay, when it's exposed to radiation, which is also coming from your phone. Let's just stay with basics, the computer and the phone, and it happens in minutes. Now, this one is from Altera. So let me just mm, love Altera. I loved your video last week with Altera. It was great. Yeah. So he's going to be on our healing circle, and he's sharing the event with, I think, 150,000 people. So uh, he has a huge following. Um, so let me Where is he based out of? Idaho. Actually, he's in Washington and Altera is in Idaho. Gotcha. So, um, give me one sec. How did you share while I'm pulling up the video um, about uh, what your thoughts on radiation? Because I can't multitask very, very well. <laughs> oh. My really good friend, Allie, who I was talking about, who's the microgreen farmer, she was actually has radiation poisoning. So she was told that she's unable to have kids by doctors because of her radiation and um, poison. What's you her know, name? She, I'm sorry? What's her first name again? Allie. Oh, the Allie. Uh, I've talked so about she her. Can, she can reverse it. I, I heard. So she can reverse it. She should reach out to me. We can um, channel what she needs. She, yeah, she's very, she's very clairvoyant, very, and, um, she's, yeah, she, she knows what's going on and she's amazing. She got radiation poisoning from, um, malpractice from just, um, the VA is, was it? Or her, her ex was in the military and, um, they just did way too much radiation on her and it, it did something to her thyroid and her thyroid, I believe is inactive. Um, but she's working to activate it, right? But yeah, just crazy malpractice with those machines. Yeah. Um, and this is what, I mean, yeah, hold on. So we're, we've got the video up. Look, so <clears throat> these are, these are deformed cells that have been just exposed to your cell phone for a couple of minutes. Can you imagine what radiation's doing to you? Wow. Like the radiation, like an x-ray and all that. Yeah. I don't nope. have a breast exam anymore. The last time I had a mammogram, they also then want to do a biopsy. 
They never really found anything. And I'm like, no, I'll just take my frankincense. I'm okay with that. And it doesn't mean that you have to do it if you're listening, but that's my choice. Um, but these are the deformed cells, and they're clumping after a couple minutes. So totally. Yeah. So then I'll take you to healthy cells. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. If I'll even notice if I'm on technology for too long, it obviously hurts my brain and it my my fingers and my hands will go numb as well. And that's why it's really important to turn your Wi-Fi off at night. Yeah, um, for sure. So here's the thing. There's a company called Fluffy, F-L-F-E, and it's Focused Life Force Energy, and they're out of Canada. And so what they're doing is they can use your phone Type into your phone, honey, the, the world needs to hear this. Keep it quiet. Love you. So they can put the frequency on your phone, which is the frequency of Shungite, which then neutralizes and you don't have to have that experience anymore. Yeah. I have a podcast on the Luke Story podcast. I saw they were featured on there the other day, and that's a really great podcast. So it's called the Lifestylist Podcast else wants to go on his podcast and learn more about it i haven't listened to it yet i just downloaded it yesterday and i'm really excited and it's called what again the lifestyle the lifestylist sorry hold on the what the lifestylist podcast oh the lifestylist po- that's perfect i love the name yeah so going back just this is blood protected with an altera neutralizer and so mm. If you you have a neutralizer or a blocker, I think, on your phone, blocking EMF doesn't work. Neutralizing it does. Yeah. And so if you are blocking, think about a football game. You know, these football players are going to come in heavier, right? So if that is helpful, um, you want to think about not blocking things but neutralizing them when i cook shrimp which can have heavy metals in it i put in honey can you you be quiet i love you i put in cilantro essential oil and lemon essential oil so that way if there's any heavy metals or microplastics i get rid of them while i cook them i think that's really important too because i was listening to um, you talked about EMFs in your last episode, and then basically it was, I remember him saying that when you block it, it becomes more powerful, and it just hits it and goes off and has a more powerful energy rather than utilizing it and letting it kind of disperse and integrate. So I think, I mean, that's like a metaphor for life too. So really, really powerful stuff. And um, yeah, so, I mean, EMFs are pretty crazy. And as we know, the towers are going up everywhere. So really, to protect yourself, I found this company the other day called No Choice, and it's actually my cousin's friend I found out. Um, and he creates EMF shielding, like, jackets and um, clothing, okay. which is really – I haven't gotten to see if any of it's organic or whatnot, so obviously that's incredibly important. But he wears it to um, the airport, and so he's opting out of the radiation um, systems at the airport, the detectors, and then he'll wear, like, his head-to-toe um, – and he has one of those EMF um, devices, and you can scan where there's EMFs, and he does, like, whole, whole tests showing everybody how protected they are. And he encourages everyone else to do it themselves, too, and test it out for themselves. So, you know, 
there's so much information to learn. We all like just taking baby steps wherever we go, right? Getting off a certain pill, um, maybe taking care of the smart meter at our house, maybe foraging something at the peak of ripeness, switching um, a holistic product like soap in our house. There's really, it can seem overwhelming, but there really are a bunch of different steps to take in the right direction. And it could be exciting. You know, it's like a game and um, it, it changes everything about life. And then it, I don't know about you, Jody, but ever since I switched this lifestyle, I saved so much money. Like people seem to think that organic and living holistically is expensive. I, it's I mean, cheaper. There's, there's like nothing. This is my mom's. Like, yeah. I, I you know, yeah, I mean, I I did that when I was on disability. So my income was one thousand, I think, six hundred ninety four dollars a month. I got my water supply filtered, essential oils, right? When you think about the fact that my mouthwash cost me, I think, eighty five cents because I had a glass bottle, right? I put in one to two drops of On Guard. Four makes it eight, actually four, because it's 85 cents. So, um, and water. <laughs> and I don't destroy the planet by using plastic bottles, and I don't destroy my body by putting in some sort of toxic whatever what? that the other brands make. Right. Right. So, um, and I'm just going to um, show you guys real quick this focused life, because this is so important because I like the idea. First of all, I think everyone has to um, show up and uh, use the product that they feel is best for them. Okay. No doubt. Um, personally, I would like to keep it a little bit more simple like you and focus life force energy um, increases your consciousness Okay, um, let me just see if I can, I'm still fixing the, um, the website, you know, um, helps with uh, holding positive thoughts, um, new levels of personal growth, deeper connections and better communication, a boost of energy and mental clarity. You get it for 15 days for free. Um, and you can do a boost on the property. And what I do, and it mitigates EMF and all that. But the thing is, is that when I boost the frequency, I set that frequency to 528, which is the frequency of love. Think about having the frequency of love in your home. How does that, how does that make you feel? Well, I've experienced that in your house and it was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. So that's how amazing. So I keep it at 528. Sometimes I do 432 because it creates harmony in the frontal lobe. Um, but 520 is a frequency of love. I just love it. And now I'm reading uh, Hawkins' book on the consciousness and every everything we have has a frequency. The chair that I'm sitting in, my baby Fagama, he's the frequency of love. <laughs> so I got to run the last quick commercial here. Cool. Um, and then I guess, is there anything you want to share? Think about that before I um, end Is there any other videos that we have to share or maybe do them all? I think, you know, we, I didn't think that we would get through all of them. Oh, 
Um, Fine. Yeah, and they have been shared all on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. But I just want to, I think it's a good idea to tell people um, what's available, what we filmed. We filmed about Queen Anne's Lace that we saw. We uh, talked about the apples and sourcing. We did that. We didn't get to see today, which is my favorite, on mushrooms um, and also on burdock root and composting. And so if you go to Susan Essentials or, you know, Carly, I can send you these two and you can share them as well on your Facebook or your Instagram yeah, channel. 90 seconds. Does that work? Yeah, that totally works. All right. So I'm actually just going to run our, um, our, our, our exit. Hold on. Perfect. And thank you for being here, Carly. We've come to the end of our show today. Sixty. You can hear every show in the archive at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.myemo.com. Yes, so grateful to have you here and to have you share the knowledge. Watch our TV show. We could go on for Listen to our radio like 10 show. more hours. Order our book and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. 10 seconds. Our global family listening from all around the world, we say, Thank you. To our family in China, Cheshire, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Alingato, Korea, Kamsamida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujan, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie. Egypt, Shukra, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukra. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. So I just want to remind everybody, September 9th at 11, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, please join a group of healers. Carly Rose will be with us as well. And we're going to lead you to clearing energy that no longer serves you and then replace all of that with God's divine white light. The event is uh, available to register for 
uh, on Eventbrite. It'll be aired on LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, Podbean, and hopefully Blog Talk. We're not sure about that one just yet, but um, we are spreading the the goodness around the world, and we're we we want to bring that in for you. So please register. It's free. Actually, there is an exchange. The exchange is that you either share this event, the healing event, with one other person, or you donate $1 to the charity of your choice. Okay? It's on the honor system. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.